to all who come to our happy place. Welcome to the No Guilt Disney podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should. And we're perfectly okay with that. Perfectly okay with that. Yep, I see no issues. (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW. Hey, y'all, I'm Patty. Uh, Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. Now, it's we were we gotta talk about this. This uh this is a big day for us. I think for all of us, we can all uh feel this way. There are actual real life people enjoying Walt Disney World right now as we speak. Now, they're all cast members, but they are there as guests enjoying it in a preview. And we have been looking at all this stuff on Twitter all day long. And so you know what that means. That means we got to get together and tell you our thoughts and our feelings uh, because they're a little complicated. There's actually, you know, we're, we're all feeling some certain ways about Walt Disney World reopening. Yes, there's excitement. But there's also a lot of trepidation and concern. And uh, yeah, so that's that's where we are. That's that's what this that's what this episode is going to be about. We're going to talk about what we're seeing with cast member previews, what the parks look like, and uh, Jane. Jane's going to be the first ones in the park later on this week, right, Jane? I am, and I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. I think uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to fill up my feed with all the details. I, I I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how much filling up a feed I'm going to be doing because part of me is like, I'm just going to need to soak in my Disney time. After no, 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 no. This is about me. <laughs> this is about I. you need to uh, make me happy and give me what I need. Okay. So um. I, know, I know. Give the people what they want. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You are in the public sphere now. You you have to give your 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 uh, community what they need, Jane, and we need that firsthand knowledge. So sure. I know it's hard, but you can do it. I've trusted in you. <laughs> All right. So what do we see? Who wants to start? What what was some of the first things that you guys saw this morning? So one of the first things that I saw this morning was um, the security has been changed. And so it seemed to be differing. Only two parks are open today, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. So it may change. And we should probably say that anything that we say for today will probably change by the time this episode comes out, as is is usual with Disney. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Um, But, you know, that's what this whole testing thing is about. Um, But the big thing that I saw was security and security checks. You're now walking through. Um, At Magic Kingdom, they were asking you to put any metal items into a clear plastic bag, and it's going through, um, they said, a security scanner. So I'm imagining that it's something like an airport. Um, But they are, they have said there's no photos, no videos, no anything. So I could see tweets about it. (laughs) People could tell their experiences about security, but they couldn't actually show you security. 
So um, I know that that was happening at Magic Kingdom. At Animal Kingdom, you walked through whatever the scanner was, and there was no separating of your items. You were just allowed to just keep your bag and walk on through. And from what I've seen, nobody um, was able to report what happens if it beeps or goes off or whatever. But let's be honest, the cast members know what they can and cannot carry into the park. So um, cast member preview day is probably, I would say, pretty smooth sailing for them. <laughs> yeah, not not the most indicative. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, let's talk about the transportation. Uh, Teresa, what did you see with transportation to get to the parks? So I mostly saw... I guess with the the monorail and the buses, how they're going to work is the monorail. There is now partitions kind of separating each each section and even like the two sides of the monorail. And so if you go onto it, it's going to be one one group per side. So if you're somebody who travels to the parks alone, you're going to have so much extra space. Um, but like, <laughs> but if you're in a group, you know your group will be on one one side of the monorail. Uh, I think the most interesting thing, and that might be somewhat of a pain point for people is the the Disney buses. Uh, they have it separated now by group. And so they can fit up to six groups on a bus. And I was looking and on the seats, they kind of have, you know, the seats are sectioned off with numbers. So if you're a group one, you can sit in these seats designated to group one. If you're, mm -hmm. if you're told you're group two, same thing, group two. Uh, I think that's going to be interesting as they, I guess, increase the number of people who are able to visit the parks because... I could see, you know, we don't know exactly what it's going to look like with how many people are going going the first couple of days um, in terms of wait times and especially distancing in the lines for the buses. Uh, and I imagine I didn't see anything specifically with Skyliner, but I think with the Skyliner, it'll probably be the same kind of thing where you have your your designated side um your designated side that you're sitting on. Uh, the other thing is, I did just look this up with the the ferry. There is no bench seating on the ferry. Um, they have little dots that are kind of you know along along the walls of the ferry, along the sides of it, and you can fit five guests per dot or one one dot per group. So the ferry that's going from the TTC to the Magic Kingdom. So things to be aware of, especially since there's no seated, no sitting on those benches. That is something to be aware of if you if you might need need seating. Um, just be aware the ferry may not be your best option going from the TTC to the parks. Yeah, you might want to go ahead and hop on that monorail so you can have a seat if you need it. Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, the other big thing that we saw, and I think all of us have. We're just kicking ourselves. Why didn't we invest in plexiglass before? So much plexiglass. <laughs> so much plexiglass. Like we could be buying Disney World at this point, I think, if we had sold them all of the plexiglass that they are using. And guys, this is a huge change from what I experienced at Universal. I went to Universal for opening weekend. Uh, what it's been, gosh, it's been over a month now. And I don't remember a whole lot of plexiglass other than in the resorts. Like when I when I checked into the hotels, uh, the the TMs were behind plexiglass, but I don't remember a whole lot of it. Uh, I, I don't remember any of it in the queues. I don't remember any of it on any rides, and that's not what we're seeing at. Walt Disney World, which again, they like to plus things uh, famously. So for example, uh, two rides that are, I mean, they're not similar, but two ride vehicles, I guess that I can compare is going to be the safaris at Walt Disney World and the Kong ride at Universal. 
at the at the Universal Kong rides, uh, they just set us uh, like every other row or every two rows. Like each group, you know, got their own row, and then there was at least a row, if not two rows, between you and the group before you. On the safari, they've got plexiglass dividers between every row. So it looks like, from what I can see on Twitter, is that they can fill up the entire safari vehicle because each group is separated by this plexiglass. And I think that's fascinating that they chose to go that route rather than uh, than the other route. And, and the other thing that I, I'm going to throw in here that I'm not so thrilled about, because I think, I think if you give people an inch, they're going to take a mile. Masks are not required on the safari because of that plexiglass. So like once you sit down, you're welcome to take your mask off and enjoy the ride. I'm not loving that, Disney. I'll be honest with you. I wish you just said, no, mask, period, the end, never, ever take it off. I don't care. So I <laughs> That's did, what I want. <laughs> I did see a story um, of someone I follow, and I apologize because I watched so many stories today that I, they were all blurring together. But um, on the safari, yes, they allow you to take off the masks, but before you pull back in, they are reminding you to put your masks back on. So they're like, before you even get off, you have to put your mask on. And it showed where the cast member like gave the spiel that mm-hmm. said like, before you're, you're permitted to re-enter the theme park, which that a little bit was like, oh, so now we're not pretending it's Harambe and a village anymore. We're pretending it's a theme park. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were reminding you, you have to put them back on. You will not be permitted to go back in. So um, again, it's cast members. They're not going to be jerks about it. So, um, but we'll see when, um, you know, APs arrive on Thursday. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be watching you guys. Uh, Um, Touching on, adding on, just because we're talking about ride vehicles right now. um, mm -hmm. So there's the plexiglass for the safari on attractions like Expedition Everest. And this is the only one I saw specifically. I'm assuming it's the same for other coasters. It's going to be every other row. Mm -hmm. Uh, The interesting one to me was the Jungle Cruise, the boat. Uh, They had the plexiglass kind of separating sections of the benches on there. So you'll, you'll have kind of a divider between you and the people seated next to you. Yeah, lots of plexiglass. Uh, same thing and, with the queues, too. And the same thing with the queues, which you did not see, I did not see at Universal Orlando. There was not, the queues were, you were spaced out on the ground so that you weren't, you shouldn't, if you were following instructions, you shouldn't ever be standing right next to another group. You were definitely going to be spaced out. But they didn't go that extra mile of putting actual divider uh, between the queue lines, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of hyped. I'll be, I mean, I'll admit it to see that Disney did do that. Like they took that extra step to throw in, uh, and 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 I say throw in, but these don't look thrown in. They look. They look like they're really well done. Yes. Yeah. They look some semi-permanent. Um, and to mm-hmm. that, I think if you're, I think it's great because Disney does do a lot of switchbacks uh, where, mm-hmm. you know, you, you might be able to distance mm-hmm. from the person in front of you, but somebody who's kind of turning around on that corner, maybe not as much. Um, if you are somebody who can get claustrophobic though, and I know sometimes people with switchbacks generally, that's a problem. Go look online at the videos. Go look online at the pictures just so you can see what you're in for. 
I think it's one of those things when, as soon as you can kind of visualize it, it might help because I think some of the, some of the plexiglass partitions I saw was, it was just the clear plexiglass all the way through. Uh, The seven dwarfs mind train has like a darker, a darker area kind of separating up part of the way. So just look at it and see how you feel. Um, Just might be helpful. Yeah, the, that separation, you can also see it. There's some video from uh, our Florida project on Instagram and on Twitter uh, where they're showing the queue for uh, Flight of Passage. And that, se- that same description that you're giving, Teresa, with kind of the half and half um, plexiglass divider, you can see it in, in those, those videos as well. So uh, I, I just, plexiglass, who knew? Like, I'm fascinated by this. And when I mentioned plexiglass to Jane earlier, she was like, yes, it's awesome. Somebody sneezes on it. Somebody comes back, wipes it off, <laughs> like cleans it off. Well, They're honestly, doing a lot of cleaning. <laughs> and honestly, I, um, I personally carry Lysol wipes in my mm-hmm. bag. So if I get on a ride and it has some plexiglass, the chances are I'm going to clean it just because it's there <laughs> and I don't know where it's been. So, <laughs> you know, just having that there and I'm like, oh, I can disinfect whatever's in front of my face. That's fantastic. I can't do that at the grocery store. Yep, exactly. And and I was I was laughing because I was fighting with somebody online, but I was like, I think I'm actually the kind of guest that you want at the parks because that's going to be me too. I'm going to be additionally wiping behind you guys uh, for my own and everybody else's extra additional safety. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be Trust me, I'm not wearing the lace mask. Oh my gosh. Did you guys see that AP holder who thinks she's going to get in with a lace mask? Mm-hmm. Girl, I sent it to you. <laughs> yeah. I cannot even. Have you seen this, Teresa? No, I missed this. Oh, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, though. There was definitely somebody who thought it should be hilarious or buck the system or I don't know masks are fascist I don't know what her deal is but she made lace masks and she's like it's a face covering it'll work and I was like yeah I hate you (laughs) like you're the reason I need to leave social media yes yes so interesting interesting but um all right so that's the dividers that we saw Mm -hmm. that's the transportation that we saw they're definitely going to be i think that's where that's where i am my personal uh pack your patients mantra is going to be repeated because i have a feeling that you could back up very easily with transportation Mm -hmm. to get to the to and from the parks when you're staying at a resort or trying to get back to your resort so maybe pad in a little extra time in your thinking when it comes to traveling back and forth depending on where you're staying obviously i mean this is where one of those situations where being at a monorail resort or being at Bay Lake or <laughs> Contemporary is going to pay off because you can just walk back and forth to Magic Kingdom and you don't have to wait on anybody. Um, but that's that's where I can see the biggest frustration coming in is waiting because the buses are going to be like, you know, a third full possibly. And then you have to wait for the next one to come. And you might have to wait for the next one after that because it's also, I read, up to the bus drivers to determine how they're going to load the bus. So that doesn't always mean that just because you were there first, you're going to be on that next bus. So um, the one other thing I did want to point out about transportation, and I haven't seen anything 
otherwise. But so far, for cast member and for annual pass preview, they have said that there are no trams running from the parking lot. But I haven't seen anything that discusses trams when they open. Um, so there's been rumblings that they may not be running trams from the parking lot at all. Which, of course, I immediately went into my whole, oh my gosh, I might have to walk from the very back of the parking lot at Magic Kingdom, at Transportation and Ticket Center, all the way to the monorail. And then reminded myself that I'm a multi-time marathoner and walking a quarter of a mile is fine. But the real truth of it is, they're not even filling the first areas of the parking lot. So um, so I think there's a lot of things that what we might see have changed for the time being, but there might be like, okay, reasons why they changed and we don't necessarily need them. But if walking that far is um, a challenge for you, then that may just be something you'd want to consider and just know about ahead of time that you're going to have to walk from your car to the park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay. Let's talk about, let's talk about something kind of fun, but also the more I think how fun this is, the more I also have, uh, have some feelings about this, uh, characters. Let's talk about characters. So there's no official meet and greets for characters. However, you're going to get to see them in the parks. And I think they've put out quote unquote in all new ways. I am living for that idea because what we've seen has me as a character person has me giddy with excitement however this is where the reality of the fantasy like hits me in the face and i'm like but wait whoa come on man um what i'm talking about is we have seen pictures of merida on her horse like walking being walked down main street right how awesome is that The princesses are on a parade float and they're waving as they go by. There's not an official parade, but it's kind of like a parade, guys. I don't know. It seems awfully parade-like to me. And then the the picture that we all three swooned over, because of course we did, it's because it's Gaston. They have Gaston on a horse, right? And they have Gaston on a horse walking down Main Street. Guys, how amazing and awesome and cool is that? However, this is where... This is where the reality of the fantasy comes in that um, that I am conflicted about. In this picture that I'm looking at right now of Gaston on the horse, uh, the handler, his his character handler is walking down Main Street with him and she gets to wear a mask. But of course, Gaston doesn't. And bottom line, that's still a human being in the time of COVID where you are requiring everybody else in the park to wear a mask but you're not making them or allowing them, I think is the answer. And I have feelings about that. I don't, I don't love that aspect of this. So while I'm, you know, I, I'm excited to see it and I do, I love it from a Disney perspective. I also really am not comfortable with celebrating that when I think of the fact that why, why didn't they just get the masks? Just let them wear masks. We all know what the deal is. Let them wear masks, right? Am I the only one? No, I agree with you. And I think even more so for the characters like Gaston where, or like, I think it's the ones that were on the horse where they're, they're still distanced, but maybe not quite as much. I think I saw this was still 
you know, characters in full costume, but the country bears were kind of like elevated a level over, over by Frontierland. So like you really, you couldn't get to them. Um, and uh, Chip and Dale, they were on a boat uh, going around the river in Animal Kingdom, which just made me so happy to see like boats in the, the riverways in Animal Kingdom again. Same. So I think there's ways to do, I think for, especially for those cast members, I, I think there would be ways to kind of have them be without their masks and still be separated from people. But I, I mean, you know, I completely agree with you. I think I have concern for them. And as much as, you know, I want to, I trust Disney, you know, I, 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 I really appreciate so much of what I've seen from Disney, how they're handling this now in terms of not, not putting it on the guests themselves to follow all the rules and not putting it on the cast members to have to enforce all of these, these precautions. Like all of these partitions are a way of them. Like they're taking the guest out of the equation and like, nope, we're doing this. We're making sure people are distanced. Um, but you can't, you can't prevent ev everything. And yeah, seeing these cast members who are portraying characters in the parks without masks, I, I understand it, but I think we're just in a, we're in a time now where we know how important wearing the mask is. And I I feel for the people in that position. I don't envy them. You know, I think being a character, being a character in the parks is one of those dream jobs a lot of people have. And I, I don't envy anybody who's in that position right now. Yeah, well, I, I think my my issue is um, not so much that they're out in public with they're, they're far enough. OK, so so Xen, they're on the horse, but they're far enough uh, from from people that that kids aren't running up to them or they're not getting close or, or whatever. So that's good. But think about like backstage, right? Mm -hmm. Once they got their makeup on and got their costume on, do they have any protection while they're in that backstage area? Or once you're, once you're gassed on, man, good luck to you. <laughs> Uh, and that's, that's kind of my, I, 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 maybe I just need more information on how that actually works. So if there's any friends of Gaston or Merida out there that, uh, want to hit us up and send us an email, um, we would love to just kind of hear what your backstage and we'll keep it private, obviously, uh, but I'm just kind of curious what your backstage looks like, because that's, that's where my concern really is. I do feel like they're putting them up away uh, characters, even the, the fur characters are, on the trolley going down main street, you know, so they're, they're not getting close to, to guests, which I love. And we do get to see them in this all new way. Right. But it's, it was the face characters and their lack of masks that just had me have a moment of not a moment, but, uh, you know, I, that's, I, I'm not, I, I want their masks, man. <laughs> I want them to wear masks. So you see them in winter wear. They can have, they can have character right. themed masks. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I see your points and I'm, Trust me, I'm as crazy as one can be during COVID. Like, I don't go anywhere, <laughs> right? We've had this conversation. I don't go yes. anywhere. Um, I People check on me all the time. I'm like, I was made for this, to, like, stay home and not socialize. <laughs> really? This is my whole gig. Like, I've waited my whole life. But I, I understand that how separate they are. And what I do know is that the unions that represent the characters – um, the friends of the characters have been very tough with Disney. So, um, for instance, one of the reasons we're not seeing stage shows is because the unions were like, absolutely not. We're not going to have our people dancing and moving around on a stage with no protection. It's just not mm -hmm. going to happen. Too bad, so sad. 
Um, so I imagine that with the friends of, it was a similar thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I would still love to hear from somebody that um, they are protecting them backstage. Cause I agree with you and they do have the plastic um, shields that they can put over. So I, I would think that that's probably something that they can put over that wouldn't disturb their makeup and they can probably still put it over their hair. Uh, whereas a mask would definitely, uh, it would it would almost definitely, um, it could mess with your makeup. Yeah. Ask yeah. me how I know. Um, right. So, yeah, that's that's just. And, and I get that it's going to mess with your makeup, but at the same time, like, I want them to be safe and healthy, so I don't care. Right. Uh, and that's, that's why I'm like, I'm sure that they have shields and that part's, and that's fine. But then at the other, the other thing is if they're far enough away, because the princesses was the big one that caught my eye because they had uh, multiple princesses up over, um, up at the railroad station in Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. when the park opened. So that was, I don't know whether that's like an all day thing. Cause then I also saw princes later in the day that were up there. So I don't know if it's an all day thing or if it's just like a morning show thing. I don't know, but they were up there waving at everybody. So you could get your fill of those characters, but they were very separate from one another. And I mean, they're on the second level of the, railroad station and people are looking at them from the street. So they're socially distanced. So all of this that we just saw go down today, and I've read some conflicting new views and I've, and I actually just read somebody who said that they went to day one of universal and now they've gone to day one of Disney and they actually felt better at universal than they felt at Disney, which I found interesting. And she specifically pointed out masks. And I thought, these are cast members. You're telling me the cast members aren't wearing their masks? That I have a Seriously. I have a hard I have a hard time like fully buying into that. Just be I just do, but who knows? You know what? People shouldn't be surprising me anymore at this point in my life, right? Um, but uh after after seeing kind of all of this go down, what what are your thoughts? What are you thinking? Would you go? When are you gonna go? What are what's your opinion on all of this? I'm going. Um, we all know that I will be attending animal kingdom on Thursday. I will be at magic kingdom, um, Saturday and Sunday this weekend. I'm actually staying at a hotel as well. So I'll get a resort experience. And the way that I kind of went into it was if I go and I don't feel safe, I can leave. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for me, that works, right? I'm only three miles away. So um, I have that luxury and um, I need a bit of magic. So I'm going to go and I'm going to try. And everything that I've seen them do is more than anything else that's happening ever, anywhere here. And that's it definitely makes me feel more comfortable, but like Teresa said, it's, it's going to be up to the guests because, you know, if there's a guest that isn't wearing their mask, my immediate thing is going to be, let's get away from that guest. And then, you know, maybe say, Hey, cast member, can you go make them wear their mask? But really just get away from them. I don't need to be near you. (laughs) So um, that's kind of where I'm just going to feel it out and then hope that most of the guests that go, go into it with the same mindset. Like we just need to be respectful of one another. Everybody just needs to 
kind of stay to themselves, wear your masks, be respectful, follow the rules. If you're coming down here and, and your intent is just to find a loophole or find a way around things or whatever, don't come. Don't waste your money. It's not worth it. Um, and truthfully, if I lived anywhere else, there's not a chance that I would be traveling here or like taking a shot that I might not feel comfortable after spending all that money. There's no way. But I So you're so you're saying if you're coming down, say from Virginia, <laughs> you would not do this. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so Patty, what are your plans? <laughs> I also like, I don't leave my house. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get it. I get it. Um, so my plans uh, are that we're, we're, I'm going, I'm going down. I'm driving down much like we did for Universal. We are going to come down and we're going to be there for the opening uh, of Walt Disney World Resort. And here's why. In part, it's because I need to not from a, I want to go on vacation because that's, if it was about a vacation, I, I, we, I would skip it this year. Honestly, I, I wouldn't go for a vacation. I am going because my job, uh, actually almost every part of my job revolves around Disney parks. And as a travel agent, I have people constantly every day asking me my opinion, asking me what Disney is doing, asking me how I felt about this, that, or the other thing. And I feel like I can read all the blogs. I can read all the opinions. I can ask Jane all the things, but I can't, I can't tell you how I would actually feel unless I went and experienced it myself. So that was why I made the decision that I was going to go down whenever they opened, whenever they opened so that I could give the feedback and the information to the folks that are trusting me to help guide them on their future Disney vacations. That being said, I was definitely going. And after going to Universal, I was completely on board and I thought, hey, Universal was great. They did a fantastic job with reopening. And if you want to hear that experience, it's on the other podcast. It's on No Guilt Fangirls. So if you guys want to hop over and listen to that, that's my experience at Universal. And I, I thought they did a wonderful job for the most part. And when I left there, I thought, Disney, Disney's going to like blow this out of the water. It's going to be amazing because what they had more time. They have more ability to plan for things. Plus, it's just Disney, right? We all know the level of care that Disney puts into things for the most part. And I... I felt that again today when I saw some of these extra steps, like I said, the plexiglass and some of the things that they're doing, I again thought, all right, Disney, I see you. And I, and I wasn't wrong. I, I knew to trust you and I still trust you and I see what you're doing. Uh, and I, and I appreciate that, but because the numbers had, had gone up so much recently and the concern was absolutely there. Do I need to go do this on one hand? Yes, I can say I need to, but you know, is the world going to end if I don't go? No, I don't have to go. And I, and I really was kind of on the fence uh, leading up until today with cast member preview and watching and seeing how the steps and the things that people have set up, it made me feel much more confident that my family can work within those rules and we can uh, have a successful trip to Disney and we're still going to have a great time and we're still going to have that magic. I also felt comforted that it appears 
the cast members, except for those face characters, I feel I feel they're they're spaced apart. They're not standing close to people. They've got face shields on. They've got masks on underneath those face shields. There's sanitizer everywhere, you know, by reports. Uh, I, I think people needed to get back to work and wanted to get back to work. And so I support that angle and that aspect of it for, for those that did. Again, I know there's also a group of people who are not ready to be back in the parks and some of them unfortunately have to because they were called back and they, they're not comfortable there. And I, and I, and I understand and I respect that feeling as well. So I, I know that there's, it's a very complex situation, but um, basically when I saw what Disney had done to start today and I'm going to be watching again over the next couple of days, cause we don't, we, we, we have a 24 hour cancel window. So if, if worse comes to worse, I can still call this thing before we ever get, get in the car and drive down. But, uh, we are driving down. We're not flying. We're going to drive down in one day. We're going to check into, uh, the cabins on property. What I like about the cabins is that they provide a little bit of social distancing from any other guest. Uh, it's also my own air conditioner. I'm not sharing air with anybody else. So kind of along the lines of what Jane was thinking is I'm going to go, I'm going to give it a try. If we are not comfortable, and we said the same thing when we showed up at Universal, I told my kids at that point too, I was like, look, if we have to call it and we have to hightail right out of here, be prepared to leave because if we're not comfortable, we're not staying. There's no amount of money, you know, I'll lose it. I'm willing to take that risk. And that's how we're kind of dealing with this trip too, is we figure if we get to the parks and the parks are not... We, we don't feel good. We don't feel safe. Uh, other guests aren't doing what they're supposed to do, which is wear your masks, stay six feet apart. Don't get up on me in line. Like, you know, hold your distance, people. This is not new. We've been doing this now since March. You know what to do, so do it. And we're counting on each other to do that. So as long as other guests can can handle that, then then we know we can handle that and we're going to we're gonna do it and we're gonna we're gonna do what needs to be done and what needs to be asked of us in order to enjoy these parks. But if it doesn't happen, just like Jane said she'd turn around and leave, well, we'll turn around and, and go and hang out at our cabin where we're gonna have our own food and we're gonna cook and we're gonna, you know, hang out and we're gonna have like a little camp out, right? And it'll be that kind of a, a situation instead of parks if if we feel weird it out about it all. So that's, uh, that's, that's where I landed is it was absolutely, definitely, I was ready to go. And then I backed off it for, for a while. And I've been wondering and questioning and watching. I still have concerns. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking this lightly because some very similar to Jane, our COVID quarantine experience, we have all been in the house except for we went down to uh to universal we went from quarantine to universal and then back to quarantine again so i know it's like go big or go home i guess that's what we're doing but we are not uh, that's the other the, the other thing is when we get back we can also quarantine again here for two weeks before having you know any cons- we can make sure everybody's good and healthy before they go back out and do anything so Long story that I'm just trying to say is I am going, but it was a very thoughtful process with very specific um, reasons behind it. And I went up and down and went all over the place and it was conflicted for a while. But today made me feel a little bit better about it. And hopefully the next couple of days, I will continue to have that feeling. And if not, 
well, we can pull the pin and so be it. Teresa, how do you feel? I've kind of been on the verge of a panic attack the past several days about Disney reopening. So, and Jane, it's interesting because you hit the nail on the head exactly the reason that is giving me so much anxiety about this. Um, and I actually wrote it down. So your quote was, everything I've seen them do, them being Disney, is more than what's happening everywhere else. And I agree with you on that. And that's the part that gives me anxiety. I feel like yeah. from what I've seen can, with I Disney... See I can see that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, so it's what I've seen Disney doing. I I, I appreciate... The fact that they waited longer than some of the other theme parks in that area and other places to open so they could see not only to make sure that with how with how massive their property is, make sure that they are set up for all scenarios, but the fact that they are also kind of able to witness, all right, here, here are some of the things that were not working out so well, and here are some of the issues that staff members were having in these other theme parks with getting guests to follow protocols. So how can we how can we take that out of it? So like I said, I think within the Disney bubble, they are doing everything they possibly can. But that's just within the Disney bubble. Part of what I'm worried about, it's not if I were to go and I would, you know, oh, I'll catch COVID while I'm at Disney. It's it's the domino effect that them being open is going to have. So other places are going to go, you know, see, Disney's fine. Disney's this massive corporation. They're open. People are going and having a good time. So we can reopen too. But other places are not going to go to those same level of precautions. And it feels like it's a house of cards scenario, right? Where literally one person sneezing in the wrong direction can make it all come crashing down. And in my head, a part of me feels like if if I go and if I'm part of that environment and I'm within it, I'm I'm spreading that idea saying, you know, it's fine. Going out is fine. I'm similar to both of you in that I haven't really left my house. I have to um, every four weeks go to my my eye doctor. For those who don't know, I'm visually impaired. Every four weeks, I have to go to my eye doctor, which is in one of the hospitals here. So if they they go to very extreme lengths when I'm at my appointment, I no one is allowed in with me. I have to go in by myself. I am basically isolated the entire time while I'm at that appointment from this, the hours I get there until I leave. I'm like, I'm still going into a hospital every four weeks. So by nature of that, I have to, when I get home, I really have to isolate and quarantine myself because I could inadvertently pick up something while I'm there. I'm, you know, even if I stay healthy, I, I'm i just at a risk by having to go into a hospital mm-hmm. and then leaving the hospital. So I'm like, I'm going nowhere. Um, I think along with that, too, we've just kind of watching what is happening in Florida specifically, in terms of their case numbers, you know, it's going up and they've had to restrict some of the things that were allowed before. And I think a lot of the people that are going to be going to Disney initially are people who are local because of the the travel aspect. So because we we're talking about, you know, the Disney bubble is safe, but they can't control, they can't control what guests are doing before they go to Disney. And we've seen how many people can be asymptomatic and those are kind of like the super spreaders because they are they are interacting more because they're not noticing that you know they have no symptoms so i it's it's a very complex issue and like that i'm i'm excited to see people in disney i've one of the very very first thing i saw today it was before no partitions it wasn't anything about how they're you know spacing people out it was somebody had a video of like the disney ducks and, you know, just like the ducks just hanging out in Disney and being like, wait, why are the people back here? And <laughs> little silly things like that. I'm like, you know what? I do. I did always love seeing, you know, the Disney ducks. That's a thing. The Disneyland cats, whenever people are able to, you know, get back, get back to California again. 
So I'm I'm excited. And Patty, you mentioned it too with the cast members because of the, you know, I'm ex- I'm happy that people who need paychecks are able to start getting them again. I am excited for. I think there's a lot going on with like mental health and emotional health throughout all of this Mm -hmm, and disney mm -hmm. plays that kind of restores that for a lot of people i i totally understand everybody who wants to go i am not like i have no judgment for people who are excited to go i am just not there yet because i worry bigger picture how this is going to impact things when as a country we're already kind of at a fragile state in terms of cases increasing and it's you know, not not having the same precautions everywhere. So I am I am not going. I got into the pass holder preview and I kind of was like playing it every day. I was like, what am I gonna do? And I just I don't feel good about it. And it might be different if I was in your situation, Patty, where I was driving down, if I was kind of staying at a cabin, again, you know, being able to separate myself from everybody else. I think that is I'm, I might feel better in that situation, but that's not what my my reality would be. So right, for right. now, I'm, I'm content being home and, you know, getting watching, watching what everybody else is doing and crossing my fingers and hoping <laughs> that, you know, Disney is successful and anybody else, you know, any any people, any organizations, any kind of like event organizers, anybody else who is seeing what Disney's doing and planning to reopen just keep in mind that Disney is Disney and we all wish that we were Disney and we all wish our homes were Disney, but they're not. So just make sure if you're, if you're feeling more comfortable going out into the world and reopening and doing things because you see Disney's doing well, look at every single step they had to put in place in order to be able to do that. And don't just, don't just let your, feeling you know your feeling of comfort kind of make you more willing to go out and do things you wouldn't have just because disney wasn't open like perspective of what they had to do to get to that point and like i said hopefully we'll see hopefully guests if you are going anybody i know all of our listeners they are going to be so nice to all the cast members all of our listeners are going to, you know, appreciate the fact that they're there. If a cast member instructs them to do something, they're going to follow directions. But just be be extra, extra special and extra nice to all of them. Don't give them a hard time if they ask you to do something. And like I said, recognize the fact that even though a lot are excited to be back making magic again, that's that's not everybody's experience. So just be, I think this is a time in the world where we all have to exude kindness even more than normal. And let's just, just just take that to if you're going into Disney, if you're just going to the grocery store, if you're just tweeting, let's just extra extra kindness out into the world right now. Yeah, I, I have to say somebody in one of the groups said, you know, Disney Park shouldn't be open. It's just an expensive playground. And my initial reaction was it's an expensive playground that employs a lot of people. And to your point, there's a lot of people who don't want to be there. And and if, so when they ask you to put on a mask, just do what they say. It's their playground. <laughs> it's You came to their place of work and you came to their location. Just follow their rules. And if you are not able or capable or willing to do so, come back in 2021 because they'll be happy to have you then when hopefully 
these situations and these rules can be can be different. And there's nothing wrong with 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 saying you can't you can't handle, you know, the the expectations that they're putting on you. That's completely acceptable and and realistic for a lot of people. This is not magical. This is not awesome. This is not fantastic, right? This is not the Disney that they want. And that's, I mean, I've actually given that recommendation to most of my clients uh, who, particularly the the first time folks that were going and trying to plan a big, you know, magical experience. I was like, this is not going to be what it could be. You could still go and I still think you're going to, could, could have a great time, but it's not going to be what it could be. So I'd wait. Uh, so that being said, you know, just if you're going, go go with the, the the concept and the thought that you are, these are human beings. These are your fellow people, your fellow humanity who are trying to make a living, trying to pay their bills, trying to feed their children uh, and, you know, want to do it as safely as possible. And then, yes, if they can sprinkle some pixie dust and make it magical, yes, that's why they want to work there. And that's what you know, being at Disney is about for them. So do your part and don't make it as safe as, as you can by, by following the steps that they're asking you to do to go. I guess that's my plea is everybody play nice if you're going to go. And if you don't want to go or you're, or, or you can't play nice, then don't go. And that's, again, nobody like, there's no right that says you have to go to Disney, right? <laughs> so um, that's definitely not a problem if, if you're if you're not feeling it. But uh, but if you are, you know, just follow follow the instructions. And and again, I also really believe in that intuition. If you don't feel it's right, back bibbity bop the backup back up out of there because because there's no uh, no no reason that anybody should should feel like they're risking their, their health or their family's health um, at this time. So that's what's going on around here. We started off talking with the cast members. We kind of went into our feelings on the subject and what will be interesting. <laughs> Tune in next week when we come back and uh, after we've actually been in the parks and can give you some feedback on did did we stay? Did we leave? Was it uh, as safe feeling as we thought it would be or, or not? And uh, And we'll, we'll keep you updated as always. And if you have any questions or um, anything really that you want answered directly from the parks, please come join us in our Facebook group, No Guilt Disney. Um, I did already put a post up and people started asking some questions. So I know mostly asking you to bring them food. (laughs) um, People did ask me to bring them food, which is not one of the services I provide. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's, you know, it's a great place because there were some questions that people asked that I wouldn't necessarily have thought of, but I'm going to do my best to make sure I find everybody an answer. So no guilt, Disney on Facebook. Can they also email us questions? They can. You can also email us questions or if you go to the parks this weekend or soon and you want to tell us about your experience that may differ from ours, please do. Our email address is noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. And make sure you join us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Bye y'all. Bye y'all.